What's Brewing ATX? That is the name of our podcast, and this is episode one. My name is Jonathan Ratcliffe, and I am alongside here with my co-hosts, Ian Grossman and Greg Carlson. We are local real estate professionals, and uh, the purpose for What's Brewing ATX, why we created this podcast, is to talk about everything going on in Austin, Texas. Food and eateries, music festivals, we'll talk about real estate developments, things to do here. Um, and Ian, tell me, if I was outside of Austin, Texas, would I want to listen to this podcast? Definitely. So I think one of the cool things that we're going to do is, yes, we're going to be local to Austin, but we're also going to be bringing in local small business owners, entrepreneurs, people that are making a difference here in Austin and can add value to really anyone that's listening. Awesome. That's sure. right. So, and another thing, one thing that's absolutely essential to this podcast and, and also what kind of inspired our name, What's Brewing ATX, is we're going to be featuring a local beer, spirit, or wine uh, during each of our shows. So today, we're actually going to be sipping on some Uncle Billy's Barton Springs Pale Ale, uh, which we're going to crack open right now, right, fellas? The fun parts. All right. Uh, and Greg, tell us a little bit about Uncle Billy's Brewery once you get done with your first sip there. Mm. Man, that is delicious. Actually, that's pretty good. Excellent choice. So... Uncle you guys Billy's. Guys? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. I like IPAs, but this is actually. I'm not more, bad. I think I'm more of an amber ale kind of guy, but I'll, I'll take a pale ale. That's fine. Take it. So, Uncle Billy's is a brewery and a smokehouse, which is located on Barton Springs in South Lamar. If you've been to Austin, you know about Barton Springs for sure. So a little history here. Uncle Billy's was named uh, for a Texas settler, William Uncle Billy Barton, who in the 1830s established a homestead on the land on the west bank of the Colorado River and the mouth of Spring Creek, the location that is now home to Barton Springs Pool. And today it just so happens that we are drinking none other than Barton Springs Pale Ale. And they have, they have several types though. I, I don't know exactly how many, but this is one right. of the more popular ones. This is my first time. All right. Yeah. You've not been to Uncle Billy's? No. I've driven by Uncle no, Billy's probably <laughs> 500 times, and I've never been in there. I yeah. guess I'm the only one here that's been to Uncle Billy's and have enjoyed it. They do accept large dogs, too, so if you got some dogs, bring them on. There you go. Like anywhere in Austin. Yep. Yep. Mm. Um, cool. So today, we're, we're not going to... S- specifically talk about any particular topic uh, as we normally will each week we'll 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 talk about one thing uh, you know bring somebody in local business professional like we talked about but today we're just going to really introduce ourselves and we're going to start here with Mr. Ian Grossman tell us a little bit about yourself Ian what you know where'd you grow up Um, how'd you get here to this point and and what inspired to do this uh, podcast yep well I'm actually from Atlanta Georgia grew up in Atlanta um went to high school, went out to Arizona for college. So ventured out, pretty much my whole high school was going to UGA, Auburn, Alabama. They were all going to SEC schools. And uh, myself, along with a couple friends, we all ventured out to Arizona. So um, I was actually an elementary education major, which- Interesting. This guy was a teacher. I was a teacher, so I, I went to school for four years, and in 2008, when the market was uh, went to shit, I was able to get a teaching job. So 
So I noticed most of my friends that were graduating with business majors were having trouble getting jobs, and uh, I was the only one. I was making $40,000 a year right out of college. Whoa. So I was the big baller living with my parents and <laughs> teaching. I was a 22-year-old teaching a bunch of uh, 10- and 11-year-olds. So I really had no idea what I was doing. What was the Gosh. subject? I taught all subjects. So at the time it was, at the time it was fourth grade. Um, little did they know I was teaching them by day and on the weekends going to Athens with my friends and getting a little rowdy. So getting hammered. Getting, yeah, but I, <laughs> I always returned in good shape and uh, taught for four years, or sorry, five years in Atlanta, and then I made the big move to Austin. So, what inspired that move? Well, it's a good question. 2013 uh, was when I moved out here. My now wife, she was my girlfriend at the time, uh, she was finishing up nursing school in Arizona. Mm. And I think a lot of people, actually more people than I thought at the time do this, but I moved to Austin sight unseen without ever being here, without ever coming, just hearing about the city. It was starting to get some buzz. Um, obviously, Jonathan, you went to school here, so you knew about it. Yep. You, you knew the secret a little bit, a little bit before I did. But yeah, I came out. Uh, we we li- literally came out for a weekend, looked at five apartments, got one, and then two months later, we were out here living and have not looked back since. So married has 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 the kid. Talk to us about the little baby. Yeah, I mean I. Uh, since we've been here, we got engaged, got married. We have a little 19-month-old baby right now. Her name's Katie. She is uh, quite quite a joy, also a handful. A handful. Um, She's precious. He's, he brings her to the office with wearing a with a line suit. Yeah, her her her. While all the other little girls were dressed up as princesses for Halloween, she was a little lion. It was, so it was adorable. Really? Yeah, she'll think. Thank us for that one. I've never later. seen any lion babies running around here. Well, <laughs> you, you, you need to look out for it. Jonathan got to see her. She was on the prowl. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh-huh. But anyway, I, I think one of the interesting things about me with Austin, well, I'd say most people have the same feeling in Austin. They love the food scene. Oh yeah. And I love the food scene. I love, love, love more than anything just finding new restaurants. Um, going and trying the hole in the walls, the restaurants that are getting a lot of buzz, uh, and even nailed down a little bit deeper, I'm a wing fanatic. Really? So you put a buffalo wing or any type of flavor wing in front of me, and I will devour it. I have the pleasure of sharing an office with Ian, and he's always sending me this random place that we need to go check out because they got these new tacos or wings or bird biscuits or something (laughs) random. So uh, I can attest to that. And is that one of the reasons that inspired you to do a podcast like this? Yeah, so I got into the podcast world within the last, I would say, year and a half. I started listening to them. Listen to them when I drive. Listen to them when I'm walking around the neighborhood with my dog and baby and wife. And, well, usually not with my wife because I'm talking to her while we're walking. But when I've got the baby to myself, um, yeah, I listen to podcasts. And a lot of them are business-based. Yeah. I needed something, I, I, I felt like there was a hole in the market for something local, something that people living in Austin could listen to and get value out of, whether it's, 
whether they're interested in the food scene or they're in a, a small business, they just want to know like the new kind of up and coming areas, the new developments, the hot spots in Austin. Yep, yep. So that's why I think podcasts are, podcasts are great because it's you can listen to them passively. You don't have to be sitting reading it. You can listen to while you're driving on the elliptical, whatever you're doing. Yeah. So I'm pumped about this, and it gives us an excuse once a week to drink together. Um, I don't think we'll overdo it. Cheers, mates. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I don't think we'll, <laughs> yeah. we're going to overdo it quite yet. But clank, clank. Um, yeah, love sharing food suggestions. And uh, one of my favorite questions when I've got friends visiting Austin is, where do, Where I, do go I go to eat? eat? Yep. Which I always tell, it's one of the easiest and hardest questions at the same time. Um, yeah. But also, I'm a big coffee guy. Cold brew stole my heart a couple years ago, and um, a few times a week, I'm diving into some cold brew at coffee shops all over Austin. So, hey, what's the name of that eight, eight ball or eight eight track on the east side? It's a new place. So it's like a bar, but you can also play ping pong oh, I haven't been there you can play uh, a pinball and stuff like that no I've not been well they charged me six bucks for a cold brew is cold brew with it so that's one that is one of the <laughs> it is one of the dumbest things that I've seen like cold brew has become this like it's like a beer now it is like a beer it was served you go, in a plastic cup with a straw yeah wow. no milk Wow. You think if it was had milk, it might be worth six bucks. See, I'm traditional. I like the I like the hot coffee. You like hot? Yep, hot coffee is me, and it's more so just because it's the warm and fuzzy feeling of coffee that I enjoy, and of course also a little caffeine. But I definitely enjoy the hot. So. Yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm pumped to do this, and yeah. uh, Mr. Ratcliffe, let's hear a little bit about you. Cool. Uh, again, my name is Jonathan Ratcliffe. I am the office mate of Mr. Ian Grossman here uh, and I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, live there. I am one of four. Um, actually, this is an interesting story. My dad got together with my mom. He fell in love with my mom while she had two kids already. She was divorced and she was pregnant with my brother. So I always joke on my dad for being just a crazy ass, but uh, I'm grateful for it because I wouldn't be here. Um, so yeah, so my, uh, I was the, the baby of the family and my dad's only child, although he raised the other one. So um, they did divorce though when I was eight. And so I became kind of, I've always been a daddy's boy, but you know, it was him and I that sort of branched off and my mom took the other kiddos. Um, although, you know, we're always close and everything. Uh, nevertheless, my, my father was a ladies' man, and we jumped around to uh, he, he jumped around to a few different states, uh, but we landed in Virginia. Um, so an apple does not fall far from the tree. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Uh, anyhow, we we landed in Virginia. So yeah. you know, from going going from I think what was the fourth largest city something like that in, in the U.S. at the time of Houston, Texas to to um, Virginia, which the part of Virginia I'm from is just north of Virginia Beach it's called the Eastern Shore of Virginia, which is right. literally out in the middle of, of nowhere. Uh, we lived on the water, so that was cool. Um, it was it was a culture shock for sure. But yeah, I get the best of both worlds growing up. I mean, I, I got the city life. I got the country boy life, um, you know, fishing, hunting, all that good stuff. Uh, but ultimately, I did gravitate towards 
towards Texas with all my family and, and you know, friends growing up. So uh, after I started college at Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU, in Richmond, Virginia, and then two years in, uh, I made it a point to, to get back here to go to the University of Texas. So I always wanted to go to UT. That was kind of my dream school, so I did ultimately um, come to Austin, Texas. I had never been to Austin before. What uh, year did you say that was that you came to? That was UT? 2011, so just two years before you. Okay. And, and oh. again, I had never been to Austin um, before then, even as a kid. Maybe when I was really young, I don't remember it. Um, so I remember coming to the city, and it was just, it blew me away. And, and it's amazing how much has changed since then. Everybody will tell you how much has changed in the last few years, but since, you know, 2011, um, it's almost eight years now, it's, it's been crazy how much growth we've had. So It's the thing that everyone likes to, like, about Austin. It's like, yeah. oh, Austin, it's changed so much in the last, it's, it's like every... Ever-changing, <laughs> which of course brings the traffic that everyone loves to talk about. Right. Um, so yeah, so now, once I graduated school, I got a job at Dell, and um, you know was slinging all things Dell computers based. Uh, it was a small and medium businesses, which what I was focused on. Mm. Um, loved that place. Not after about six to eight months, I I quit and um, wanted to start a, my own company. So uh, I had a buddy who was in investment banking. And another friend in uh, freight, he was a freight broker. Uh, we were always talking about, you know, what we wanted to do, and ultimately decided to start an app development company. Uh, and it was centered around this fitness app. And this fitness app was supposed to be um, kind of an all-encompassing fitness app. Which at the time, I mean, now you, you laugh because there's just thousands of them. At the time, there was still a lot, um, yet nothing that like we what we wanted. We wanted this, you know, go here. You got category for at-home workouts, something for, you know, if you're a yoga person, there's a category for yoga, something for the gym, a little bit of everything. Uh, and we created just that. We created this awesome workout app that had, that highlighted several influencers, which again, at the time in 2013, there were not there a were lot of- There were Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't really a word yet, um, but it was starting and there were people with several, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. Get to, so we get to know each other. Yeah. This is beautiful. Wait till he gets into the, the, the real stuff. Uh, stuff? Uh, yeah. That's for another wait. day. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, it, it did after about a year and a half. We did the whole fundraising thing, um, created this app, launched it, started getting some traction. It, it just got a little, you know, we, we got a little burnt out from, from uh, I guess you could say, being broke and waiting for the money to come in. We did ultimately pivot and we started uh, another app from that because we realized that all these trainers uh, and these so-called influencers at the time, they wanted their own thing. They didn't want to be a part of this platform. So we created this app called Toned, which um, was inspired by Natalie Jill Fitness, this huge uh, influencer, had multi-millions, uh, or millions of fans. And anyway, that took off. We finally started making some real money and made it to top 10 grossing in the country for a couple months straight, so it was pretty awesome. Um, but again, by that point, we were pretty burnt out. That was a couple years in, and we just all sort of had something else that was inspiring us to do, um, you know, kind of pursue our own passions. And for mine, it was real estate. Real estate was something that uh, I had always, as a kid, been interested in. My family had always bought and sold homes. Um, it's always, 
it was something that like when I would walk into a building, I'd be like, how, you know, I'm always interested, how much is this? What goes into building this? And oddly enough, I'm usually pretty close in terms of like what it's worth. So anyway, I got into real estate, got my license at the end of uh, 2015, started early 2016, and that's what brought me here today. You haven't looked back. Haven't looked back. And so, so Ian, you were 2015, right? When you started? Um, Ish. 2015. 14 got licensed, yep. Okay, but you really started, I guess, pursuing it 2015. Yep. Quit your job and everything as a teacher. Look at that. You're supposed Dude. to go the other way, you know. We're supposed to have so many teachers, but Ian, Ian uh, took the hot shot route. So, nonetheless, Ian, then me, and now we'll go to, to Greg Greg Carlson here. What's my nickname? Greg the what Carlson? Uh, Come on, let's go. I want one. Greg the Ripper? Greg know. the Ripper Carlson, ladies and gentlemen. I guess hey. I guess we just created that. All right, Greg the Ripper Carlson, here you go. Hey, thanks. What do you think of this beer, by the way? Thanks, Johnny. Well, I'll tell you what. This Happy beer's been, delicious. This I'm beer, halfway through it. You're drinking a little slow over there. There's something in this beer. I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel funny. I don't know what, what they put in this. Stuff. Well, they do say it has bitter undertones combined with citrus and floral aromas while light crystal malts and that adds sweetness I definitely to taste the color. I think it's the the, the, the citrus. Uh, the citrus that's making me feel weird. It says pairs well with everything, especially great company. So do we do we not give you the uh, non alcoholic one? No, you didn't. Oh shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I got an appointment after this. Oh boy. <laughs> Just kidding. So tell us about yourself, Greg. Well folks, my name's Greg Carlson. I'm six feet tall, about hundred and eighty five pounds. <laughs> And I moved to Austin, Texas in 2016 with a girl. Wow. Yeah, go figure. So you're the, you're the last one of the bunch to, to come to Austin, and it was for a girl. Well, for and with. So let's start from the beginning, shall we? I was born and raised, uh, well, actually, I grew up in New Jersey for about four years, and then I moved to upstate New York, where I lived on a farm. Or sheep. Bubba. We had, yeah, that was my nickname. We had sheep, we had chickens, we had corn, and pumpkins, and all that good stuff, which many Southerners are pleasantly surprised when I tell them that I grew up on a farm, even though I'm from New York. Um, although I did eat a lot of pizza, but that's besides the point. Oh, don't yeah. get me started. So I went to the military right after high school. Uh, I entered the Navy SEAL pipeline. Right out of boot camp, I was in that pipeline for eight months until I received a hip injury on my left hip, where I had surgery on it, and then I got a desk job. And what does that mean to be in the the Navy SEAL pipeline? So the whole the whole pipeline um, could take anywhere from two to three years if you get rolled back. Uh, that'll set you back quite a while. Um, but that's the overall goal is to become a Navy SEAL and get your pin, and then get deployed with your boys and go take down bad guys. Gotcha. This guy's a badass, just saying. So, just, can I interject oh, for one please, second? Please interject, yeah. While Jonathan and I are kind of dressed like assholes right now, Greg <laughs> comes in in a suit looking Thanks. like a million bucks. With a pocket square. A pocket square, and he's got like a little rose thing that I'm pretty sure is a like a hidden camera. I'm it's still not camera. convinced. And he's got, what is that? This is how you connect the rose, dude. Oh, it's just. The I thought pin. that was the like, that was the mic. Cause you pin it. See. There you wow. Go. You like that? So Greg's the he wins best dress out of this group. And for it's sure. usually the case. He's always Thanks. overly dressed. 
If you want to see pictures, you can just go to at Greg Carlson on Instagram. <laughs> a little plug. You can look at all my pictures and videos. At Greg Carlson, you heard it. Make sure to double tap that like. So, yeah, went in the military, had a good time out in San Diego and uh, Chicago for a while. So, bring it up to 20, 2016 when I was in college in New Rochelle, New York, which is just above the Bronx in Manhattan, for those who don't know. Um, I was working at a restaurant, one of the busiest restaurants in one of the five boroughs, one of the busiest ones. It aligned out the door at two in the morning, okay. where I served seafood, and it was it was pretty. It was a quite eye opening experience. What restaurant was it? It was called the Original Crab Shanty on City Island. Oh, yeah, guys, it was a real riot. Can you can this thing hear me? Okay, you think? I, I think so. All right, cool. Um, so then that's where I met a girl. And she was like, Greg, I want to move. So I said, all right, let me think about that. So I called my dad and he said, he said, uh, yeah, Greg, well, I did for your mother. That's what he said to me. So I said, okay, <laughs> then I guess we'll, uh, we'll pack our bags and, and head out of town. So I lived in Chicago. I lived in San Diego for a while. I lived in Jersey. Um, so I said, sure, why not, why not Austin, Texas? That's so, got some wise wisdom, yeah. wisdom, wisdom. Yeah, not it's wise, I guess. It didn't last very long once we got here. <laughs> but look at, look at who I am today, surrounded by great people that do great things. In a great city. And a great city. Thanks, Pop. With some cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> so there's my life story, everybody. So why real estate? Oh, good question. Why real estate? So I started reading books while I was in college. Um, books about <laughs> yeah, books about investing. Most people so don't it do sounds that. a little late yeah. to start reading. It was late. Books about investing, and I picked it up. It started catching on like wildfire. I couldn't read enough about investing and stuff like that, and wealth building. So I took a look at um, I took a look at portfolio investing, stocks, bonds, etc. I took a look at investing in small businesses, and then and then the third avenue is real estate. I don't know anything about stocks or bonds or anything like that. I didn't have enough capital to invest in a small business, so I thought real estate because it's the best way to work and learn and earn at the same exact time. So when I go to make my initial investments, I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm ready to help you, for those that are listening. I can help you buy your investment property today. The investment So let's do specialist. this. Right on. Yeah. So, so just for like, a, I guess a general overview, we have Ian who has He's more of the nonchalant guy who has an awesome <laughs> what? ATX yeah. following. He's real chill. He's chill. He's yeah. chill. And but he's and he's mellow, but he's got this this massive following on Instagram. He's one of the top it's incredible. I guess realtor influencers in, in Austin. What what's your what's your just a quick plug here, what's your Instagram handle? Well, first off I wouldn't call myself an influencer. Okay. Um, okay. I know that term is thrown around a lot. You influence but, me. Um well, there you go, I guess. Um, it's at real estate underscore ATX. And I just try to post a bunch of stuff that will hopefully help anyone, A, help anyone in or interested in Austin. Yeah. Also, other agents that are looking to get in the industry. I love helping. So going from teaching to real estate, um, I admitted this yesterday. It's not like the houses and countertops and cabinets and design that really drives me about real estate it's the whole process and taking people from the beginning until the end and 
being an educator throughout it and educating other agents that are new to the office that I can help them succeed and grow their business. As you can see, the educator likes to educate. Educator likes to educate. Makes sense. And then you got Greg Carlson here who, he's sharp. Like we said, he dresses sharp. He's he's not scared to get on the phones and make the calls and do some door knocking. And he's hungry. He's out there all the oh, time. Oh, I'm fired up. He's fired up. Literally. He's focused. Every time we talk to him, he says, fired up, fired up. Like Ric Flair, nature boy. <laughs> Woo! Then, all right. Sorry. I don't know what you guys would say about me. I, I'm a little more, I'll, I'll do the open houses. I do the... the the phone calls and all, um, definitely relationship driven, and I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys? Think? Oh, you know, no, what? I mean, you're a master. You're, the way your mind works is, is quite unique, in my opinion. The way what? What's so funny about that? I'm serious. The way you like you calculate things and you make your decisions so precisely is very respectable. That's very sweet of you. I appreciate that. No, and you jumped onto the scene. You were one of the top new agents in our office when you started, and. Yep have just kind of taken off and have a big growth mindset about your business. So Thank I think it's, yeah, you. I think each of us are inspired by each other and we get to drink together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And by the way, my team name is the Ratcliffe team of Keller Williams Realty. Um, so that is, that's that's about it for, for us today. We just wanted to give you a quick introduction and, and I'll let yeah, we want to get we want to get you guys pumped up about the next episode because there's a lot to get pumped up about. Yeah, I mean we're excited to talk about all things Austin, and if you like to drink, we'll do it together and talk about what we're drinking. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for for our next episode. Um, you don't want to miss next week. We're actually going to be featuring beer from Blue Owl Brewery. Love um, that place. Yeah. It's another good one. There's over there's over 30 breweries in Austin, so we're going to be doing this for a while. We'll be here. Not to mention um, the wineries. And wineries and distilleries. Tito's um, Vodka's from Austin, Texas. Phil, yeah. Didn't know. I'm afraid of our Tito's Day. <laughs> Are we just going to be pounding <laughs> <Yeah>. shots? <laughs> just pounding shots yeah. throughout sure. the podcast. Hopefully that one, I don't know if that one's going to make uh, 20 minutes quite. That that could be a quick well, we one. We might have to cut that early. Um, but, yeah, we're actually next week going to be getting an inside scoop on South by Southwest, which, for those of you that don't know, it is the biggest event in Austin yeah. um, every single Huge. March. So we're excited to talk about that. And Music, interactive, film, it's all inclusive. It it's encompasses awesome. everything. And a lot of people don't really know exactly what it is. They say, oh, where does South by Southwest take place? It's not like a music venue. It's not like a music festival at one venue. We'll talk about that next week. Um, pump for that. And, yeah, make sure that you subscribe so that our when you subscribe, our latest episodes will automatically download and you can listen to us on the go. Cool. And we will end with a little tidbit from Mr. Greg Carlson. Just the mo- what, what do we call you? Mr. Uh, uh, Greg? The Bubba, the, the Ripper, Ripper. Whatever. Carlson. Here we go. So... This was stated by, this provoking thought was stated by the the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk four days ago. And the thought is, you know what is far more interesting than debating or defending yourself? Continuing to execute and allowing history and merit to be the judge. Till next time, folks. Cheers. 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 Click.